Previously on Crudely Drawn Swords. What we really want to do is get out of the city on the road heading back towards the Dwarven Halls, send them on their way, then sheathe the sword, so to speak, and head back off the other way into the boats. This is a secret tunnel. At least it's somewhere near the docks because it was always made as an escape route. This was not the plan. We were meant to be going towards the Dwarven lands. Why would there be a tunnel leading exactly where we wanted to go? Roll with the punches! You can start to hear in the distance the sounds that suggest the river isn't far away. Something comes drifting out of the air above you. It is a seagull. Frost monsters, fair enough. But if the bad guys start sending seagulls at us... Enigma, very rapidly, you've got like three of them just land on you and start pecking at you. I once defended a Welsh cake against a seagull. That's not what's happening here. I'm covered in seagulls. Enigma, stand perfectly still. Bloody hell. That is a direct hit. Duck and cover, motherfucker! Pew, 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 pew! Let's just leg it towards the water and you shoot those things off. You find yourselves reaching the edge of the water. To your left, there's like a frontage and you can see a boat. And you can also see what looks like a bit of a yellow glow coming from a door just opposite the boat. That looks like a Percy kick-downable door to me. I'm just gonna, I'm just wrapped up in the moment and just gonna boot it. If you have the choice, you always kick a door off its hinges. desk and what looked like a whole set of drawers all along one wall and there's a fireplace there with a fire glowing and a couple of lanterns and a short man with thinning hair and a scraggy beard who's kind of cowering back in the corner he's like don't let them in don't let them in too late i'm gonna hose a seagull at him (laughs) (laughs) it's like And, and he just uh, bats it away. Why would you do that? Thing is, he it's a dead one, but uh, it looks like it's alive. It's just going through the air. It's just a joke, guys. Come on. Don't worry. We're here to save you. Come on. Someone has to be the heroic one here. I'm going to run forward and just flip the desk over. <laughs> like, nice. what, what are you doing to my office? I'm, I'm going to start burning some of his paperwork. I want to open the drawers and empty them. I'm going to kick anything that's nearby me. Kick. Okay, so stop, ah. stop, 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 stop. Too, too far. <laughs> too far. Okay, pull it back in now. What do you think we are, animals? I'll put the paper out. The little man sits in the corner and he just starts to cry. Oh. He's I'm just gonna... like curled up in the corner of his office, huddled up. And he's like... I'm gonna... Oh, God, I'm going to die and you're going to murder me. I want to put my arm around him and be like, oh, there, there, buddy. But in my right hand, the arm I've put around him, I'm holding the seagull still. <laughs> Are you that guy, like a puppet going, hello, I'm a seagull and I'm going to eat your face. I'm like, you're going to do just fine. Uh, give me a Defy Danger charisma, Tristan. <laughs> Excellent. I haven't rolled charisma for a while. Well, it should, it should be your strong suit, really. Kind of is. Okay. When you do that, he kind of almost laughs a tiny bit. Good, good. He's like, I, I don't understand you people. What, 
What are you doing here? We're here to find something to stop the seagulls. And more importantly, we, we need to... <laughs> and I'm going to use that as an excuse to root through all the drawers and steal things. Oh, Enigma. What you meant to say is stand up, legs apart, hands on hip. We're here to protect you. <laughs> and also, if you happen to know where the harbour master is or anybody that can steer that oh, boat yeah. out there, we would be very interested in making contact. Sorry about the seagulls. Hey, guys, close the door. <laughs> I'm going to close the door. The door's been kicked down. Yeah, but I can pick it up, move it with Bambury's help. We can prop the door against the hole. I'm not helping. I'm still kicking yeah. the shit out of anything in the room that's kickable. We would have to find some <laughs> alternative means of defeating the Trash can, seagulls. kick it over, make sure the rubbish falls on the floor. There's a coat rack. I kick that. The coat falls on the floor. Now it's wet. Yeah, okay. So you're kind of trashing the place. Enigma, when you go through the drawers, you <laughs> yeah. find a lot of ledgers. I'm looking for something to help us destroy the seagulls. Stop trash. Stop trashing the place. Well, what are you... I'm, why am I the only one that stopped? What are you all doing that for? You started it. Percy said stop, so I stopped. Why is everyone else still doing stuff? <laughs> stop wrecking this guy's house. It... It's oh, it's quiet in the moment. Come on, dwarves. Kick stuff. It's fun. Whee! <coughs> the dwarves are having a lovely time, like, knocking drawers over and stuff. <laughs> they don't really understand why. What on earth are you doing? But they're determined to join in. Dwarves, dwarves, we should uh, we should probably stop, unless you find something interesting or useful. Taps nose. Um, oh, okay. Are you discerning realities, Enigma? Yes, I am. <laughs> why not? All right. What here is not what it seems. That'd be a good one. Int roll. Yes, it is. Boom. Yeah. There are five people in the room. Four of them are not here to save the other one like they've said they are. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you get? Oh, you get one question. Okay. What happened here recently? Nope. What's about to happen? <laughs> what should I be on the lookout for? What here is useful or valuable to me? Who's really in control here? What here is not what it appears to be? I think we know. What here is useful and valuable to me in oh. particular? <laughs> Just outright stealing in broad daylight now. You don't care. That's my thing. You've got off the rails. All right, Enigma. There are some documents in one of the drawers you pick up which even a glance over indicates might be part of a significant smuggling operation of some kind. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> and he was like, that's the most boring thing you can find. <laughs> well, you're going through drawers of ledgers. What did you expect? Well, I'm going to sneak them into my back pocket anyway while he's not looking, just in case we need blackmail. The other thing that's valuable to me is that this man looks like he knows the harbour pretty well. Okay. Except that he is currently terrorised by Tristan and you smashing the office up. You said he felt a bit better. A bit better, yes. But, but someone's yeah. still trashing his house. Yeah. But I'm just kind of singing quietly into his ear. <laughs> and stroking his face. Right. <laughs> that's not helping. If anything, that's yeah. making things worse. Come on then, yeah. let's, let's try and make the best of a bad job on this. Um, right, let's secure the room against these seagulls. All of this stuff that you've just kicked over and trashed, pile it up in a, a little pile just next to the entrance, um, and we'll try to set fire to it <laughs> sufficiently far away that you know it it will uh, act as a deterrence to the seagulls, not not set the house on fire. I would like it noted that there doesn't seem to be another exit. I was going to say, can we just close the door, Percy, and 
set it no, off. No, no, we've, we've kicked the door off the hinges. Look, we cannot close the door. Yeah, the door, the door is off its hinges. We've not got a very good track record with fire. I'm currently currying the door. Okay. I'm putting it in place. Someone's going to drag as, the table to the door. It's not that as hard. As you hold the door in place, you feel things start slamming into it with more and more force. From the other side. I'm just going to tense my muscle. My shirt rips a little bit. Okay, cool. Give me a strength roll. Defy danger. Yep. The thing is... Defy I'm danger, like... strength. Yeah. Strength. I'm like... Nope. Strength. Strength. <laughs> now I can describe it. Yes. I'll just hold the door there. Okay, cool. <laughs> As they keep slamming into it, you stumble, hesitate or flinch. Uh... And what happens is that you're just like knocked back a little... And four seagulls come flapping into this room. And so there's now you, a little thin-haired man, and four seagulls that immediately start trying to uh, peck at Percy, possibly because he's most shiny. What are you doing, Percy? Um, I'll start swatting these seagulls at the way. He's getting me the goddamn desk. No, I'm swatting away seagulls. No, he's busy trying to swat away seagulls. You're going to have to wait for the guests. Yeah, you can swat away seagulls. Let's, uh, I think that'll take you dexterity because they're quite agile and they're kind of assailing you. Swat. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, indeed. Percy manages to swat them away and you kind of managed to set up a bit of a thing with Enigma where you kind of swat them at Enigma and then she stabs them with a rapier. Bam. And so she has like a little seagull kebab. Gull kebab. All we needed to do was introduce a natural predator to the seagull, namely the (laughs) hawks. (laughs) Perfect. The guy's like, who are the hawks? What are you doing here? He's looking at you. He He's still trying to understand what on earth is going on. He's like, oh, what's happening? <laughs> is it Cliff Richards? <laughs> Get up and help, old man. Push this desk over here. Is it on fire yet? The minute you actually give him an instruction or ask him for something, yeah. Tristan, he's like, yes, I, I can see the sense. He like goes around and he That's what I thought. starts pushing the desk. He can't quite lift it up because it's quite heavy and the drawers were full. But he kind of pushes it over and so there's now like a door, Tristan, and a desk right behind you. Okay, I'm going to leap up as he pushes. I'll be like, three, two, one, push! And I'll leap up. Onto the desk um, to make it heavier. <laughs> well, yeah. No, <laughs> okay. above the desk, the desk slams against the door. Okay, so he's not going to be strong enough to push it quickly. If you leap up, what's going to happen is you're going to jump in the air. He's going to push the desk. You're going to land. <laughs> the desk will have moved a little bit. Okay, I'll jump again. So you might you might need to get you might need to get someone else to help as well. Give him a hand with the desk, for goodness sake. You little old man. When you say that, the dwarves kind of jump to it and uh, join in on heaving the desk towards the door. It's almost like they want to catch Tristan behind it. So, Tristan, (laughs) give give me a dex roll to uh, get out the way of the desk and keep the door in position. Please, you little stumpy dwarves with your little legs. You're not quick enough to catch Tristan T. Wild. One backflip, lands on my feet behind them, bow drawn. And then put away again, just to show them, I could have killed you, <laughs> stupid dwarves. Or maybe, maybe in fact, I'm going to loose two arrows, bolting the door securely in place. Dex roll! That wouldn't work! Yeah! That's not, how, that's not how bolts work. You need a crossbow for that. No, I know, but it's kind of going to hammer the edges. 
I've sent them off at an angle so it's gone into the side side of the door. Still not a thing. Maybe what happened is two seagulls were just poking their heads around the side of the door just at that moment. Tristan backflips and just as they poke around looking at us, pew pew! Two arrows strike <laughs> okay. them in the face. And the dwarf's peeps. like, oh man, this guy is so amazing. I don't know why we're Mexican dwarfs, but we are. Man, why couldn't they have been Mexican? <laughs> I, I think it would be because I'm not very good at Mexican accents. <laughs> Um, the counting mouse. Hey, gringo, you just say gringo. One of the dwarfs turns to uh, Tristan <laughs> and he just, like, dops her sombrero and You are so cool. <laughs> Excellent. I fear I may have slipped and actually banged my head at somewhere along the way. And I'm just imagining these little El nombre type dwarves. El nombre. Fighting kobolds in the mountain lands. El nombre! Dos! Writing numbers in the desert sand. El nombre! <laughs> He's the best. He's so amazing. The old man, the, uh, well, he's not that old, but kind of late middle age, I guess. He's gone greyer. Yeah, and, and quite thin, and he's just quite scraggy, you know, and he kind of sits down on the side of the desk and says, well, what are we going to do now? <gasps> Banbury suddenly looks sheet white. And stand still. <laughs> we forgot Seagull Pete. He's still out there. <laughs> no. Uh, is there any windows? No. Okay. He'll be fine. He's a seagull at heart. They won't attack him. I've He'll got adapt. dead seagulls on my rapier. You can have those. Yeah, in fairness. <laughs> I'd only seen him in passing. I'm over it. Right. So you're not a necromancer. What's what's your what's your name, my friend? He's at Ambrick, sir. Am- Ambrick Rock. Ambrick, and uh, and and what is it that you do in this town? Uh, and, and I, I says, do apologise for for barging in on you like this. Ah, how how appropriate that you should say barging. I I run most of the barges around here. And oh, I'm man, hilarious, aren't I? <laughs> very very good. Have you considered the after dinner speaking circuit? <laughs> well, <laughs> I've dabbled. <laughs> this is was. Until a moment ago, my office that I normally work from. Well, times change. It's uh, <laughs> it's a, an ever-turning wheel, this world. Um, <laughs> unfortunate that <laughs> it should come to this. It's, it's not so much times change as you kick the door down, threw everything around. Well, let's not dwell, Let, on, the, let's not dwell on the past. Let's look towards the future and uh, see what we're we doing here next. We are agents so, of time and change. You're into barging, so is it that you run the the logistics of the operation, or do you uh, do you actually sail the the, the boats if or, or punt the barges yourself? I own the barges. Um, I don't I don't sail them. I have captains for that. But of course, they're all they're all away. They none of them are still around right now. Yeah, how convenient. <clears throat> and where did, do you know anything about these seagulls? Have you? Um... Uh, encountered these guys before? No, they just came out of the snow suddenly. Yes. They're also I I don't know if you saw them, but they were they looked like people, but they weren't people. And they were moving round and they I don't know, but but I, I just hid in here and then closed up the door and well, I've I've just been trying to stay safe and hoping it blows over somehow. Yes, well we have a proposition for you. Um you're you're quite right to assess that there's uh some Something really quite uh, unsettling happening around the city. I think that's probably only going to get worse over the next couple of months. Um, and the uh, the barging business uh, might be might be about time to sell up, which is convenient because we need somebody to to sail us out of here and take us on a fantastic adventure. 
<laughs> and by by fate, that person is you. <laughs> look, look, I, I don't want to, I, I don't want to go with you because you are clearly insane, all of you. I think you will be going with us, Mister. Smuggler. But you can take a barge. Just take a barge. There's a barge just out there. It's it's fine. Okay. It's just a riverboat. The captains say they're as easy as anything. Oh, is that what they say, is it? You're as easy as anything. I'm going to kick him in the shin. Yeah. Oh, what was that for? Uh, dramatic emphasis? That's... This is exactly why I don't want to go anywhere with you. Uh, I'm going to kick him in the other shin. Oh, see? You make a valid point. This, this is... Not the company I would choose, and also you destroy... I've got to tidy up in here. If we were to take this uh, river barge um, downstream, is there a port uh, or any other settlement uh, where seagoing vessels uh, dock um, at the end of the river, or does it just empty out into the sea? He says, oh yes, there's there's a big port down at the sea, at the coast. There's there's like a double port, one on each side of the river, because the river down there is the border, so... Uh, there's like Sorelli on one side, and which one has the best boats? Hmm. Um, Tr- Tristan, you've Tristan, you've travelled around a little bit. How did? How do you? How difficult do you reckon it is to steer one of these barges? A lot of the work of sailing a barge is just keeping it away from the edges of the river. Oh right, so it's fairly common knowledge that it. You know. We'll need a dog as well, though, to run alongside and stop the pub. I've seen canals. <laughs> I can sail a barge. It's about as difficult as a pedlo. Yeah, it's it's harder than the pedlo, but it's not a huge challenge. It's particularly downriver. If you're trying to go against the current, it would be a lot harder. Mm. But if you're trying to get down to the sea, then... It's downhill. Yeah, it's basically downhill. You don't have to do anything to mitigate the current. You just have to keep it pointed downriver. Um, that barge that you have outside, uh, does it? Is it completely open or does it have a cabin? Or anything like that. Oh, it's got a big, big hold. Um, it's empty, so that would be probably the best one for you to take. Yes, you could, you could just dive into the hold if you needed to. I guess. Yeah, it'd be fine. It'd be fine. Just take it. Just take if it. We had need to commission a boat when we were at the port. Do you have a contact, um, or do you know of anybody reliable that um, we could speak to that's in the in the market for fantastic adventure? Uh, look for a captain called Ferris Telma. Ferris Telma. What if it's his day off? <laughs> <laughs> well, I suppose you go the day after. Yeah, that's a, that's a good point. That's a good point. That's the agent that I work with there for the uh, importing and exporting. He says, "Yes, yes. If just help yourselves. Just e- it's easy. It's easy downriver from here. I hear. Please." Be, be my guest. Very well, thank you very much. Turns out there was no reason for us to smash your office up at all. Sorry. I'm just going to take one of the apples off his desk and, like, take a bite of it. Cheers, mate. <laughs> See you later. I'm going to create another apple and just put it back in its place and then look at Enigma, smile, and then just... <laughs> I'm going to walk over... Look him in the eye, and as I'm staring him in the eye, just push the bowl of apples slowly off the table, <laughs> and then just turn away. His, as cool. you do that, you just you just see his bottom lip start to wobble. See, you scared him. <laughs> I'm going to laugh to myself evilly. 
That really is a pond of terror. Oh, oh God. <laughs> feeling I blue? I was going to say, as I walk out the door, like, hey, feeling blue. We're flogging a dead apple with that one. Come on. Let's, uh, I'm hoping let's if I do it often right. enough, then it becomes funny again. You can't help but feel that we've fallen from grace somewhere along the line. Something's gone, gone very wrong, <laughs> hasn't it? But uh, we'll address that later, perhaps, and just get out of dodge for now. Percy, my good man, slap him on the back. Uh, guys, um, can I just point out a real problem? We're about to like leave all heroically and kicking apples around, right? Yeah. But there's freaking seagulls outside. Yeah, they're just seagulls. Yeah, that guy's dead. That's why I gave him the apple. You know, it's like the whole one bullet save thing. You know, he eats <laughs> that apple... He's just going to go to sleep. It doesn't matter to him anymore. I thought that was only girls. Uh, no, it'll work on men short term, just not very effectively. Eating a load of apples and wake up to find his fingers have been eaten off and his toes are gone. You've just given him a suicide apple. Yeah, that's a legitimate thing. I, I want to speak to Amrick again. Uh, Amrick, uh, yes? we are going to... We're going to leave your office now. And uh, yes, we will take you upon you off and take the barge. Um, now... The the whole of this uh, the, this city has something very sort of dark is happening here. If you'd like to accompany us, uh, accompany us out of here, then it might be in your best interest to, to do so. Uh, but we're not going to force you to. If you'd like to come with us, though, you're welcome. He looks at you. And his bottom lip's still wobbling a little bit, and he just shakes his head and he says, "If if you could just put the door back, and I'll just hide out here. I'm sure it'll blow over sooner or later. Fine. Storms like this don't last for long. Then let's do this." Uh, so we just need to leave the office. Yep. Nail the, the door back in quickly. Um, Skewer the seagulls. As you are doing that, the seagulls come on pretty quick. So... Pew, 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 pew. So, yeah, a Banbury, are you going to keep pewing them while they put the door yeah. back in place? What I'd like is a description of how you do this and get to the boat for the four of you. So I think Tristan uses his dexterity to kind of lower the door so we can all kind of run out in a fashion. The dwarfs are going to go in front of me. I'm going to stand pew-pew-pewing above their head. Then followed heroically is a shining paladin in big armour and Enigma following up the rear. And as we're I, running across... No, I'm backflipping. Uh, but obviously she's just backflipping. So the rest <laughs> of us are moving in a unit. Like I'm black tape goals. is firing out. The occasional arrow is firing out. Anything that comes too near... Like a hand that should really be using a sword just slaps something out of the air or, or yep. pokes them in the eyes as they come too close. And in the Punch background, the there's just a little ginger thing backflipping from behind every object <laughs> in the docks to another object bam, in the docks. Bam. I'm, I'm parkouring it. I'm like, I'm totally, because, you know, these are kind of street seagulls, so I've got to do some street fighting. Right, yes, that sounds pretty good. Halfway there, we hear a voice just say, good luck! And I yell back, cheers, seagull Pete! seagull pete the one seagull to escape the dire ice curse so i that sounds to me like uh banbury's going to be using his int to blast things out the way so let's have a defy danger intelligence for banbury time fuck it up (laughs) good good fucked up a little Uh, bit but it's still a pass enigma you're using dexterity oh am i i'm enigma oh sorry so, Tristan, what are you doing? Are you using... In dexterity. Yeah, so you're you're stabbing and slicing and forcing your way through. Yeah. Okay, give me dex. Boom. And Percy, you're, what, are you going to be using strength to resist things and get everyone batted out the way? Yeah, yeah, that sort of thing. And a, a little bit of hack and slashing at uh, seagulls as they come along. Yeah, so that sort of strength will encompass all of that. Oh. 
Well. <laughs> Snake eyes. Why is that seagull inside your helm? Surely that isn't productive. <laughs> Why are you eating that seagull? Enigma, because she's speedy and dexterous, she gets first to the boat and she dexterously goes to jump onto it and gets so close to making it. Oh. So close, but not quite. Is the river ice or water? It's roiling dark river water below your feet. You're just hanging. You've got one hand on the gunwale of the boat. Banbury, you've managed to keep the gulls at bay with your magic, but if you want to help Enigma, you're going to probably get somewhat pecked by gulls. I could totally do it myself. I've got magic shoes. What do you do? I'll accept a bit of pecking. I'm feeling um, pretty heroic right now. Everyone seems to be bonded and unified, so I'll, I'll take one for the team and take a few pecks. Obviously, if it you know starts getting too painful, I'm yeah. immediately going to drop and roll. Remember, under you the are course. dead. <laughs> okay, uh, take a d4 of damage, oh, and no, that gets you and Enigma onto the boat. Tristan is right on the boat. You all get there, super stylish, and then you realise that Percy. Don't. It's still at the door, and every time he tries to prop it up, it's just like falling out again, and then he's trying to push it back in place, and he tries to balance it, and then it almost does, and then it kind of wobbles and falls back. And so now you're a little bit separated from Percy, and there's quite a lot of gulls between you. And Percy, you can't seem to get this door to stay. What do you do? Hmm, let me have a look at what my options are. Always a girl between us. Do, 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 do. <laughs> um, I will have a dip into my adventuring kit. Okay. What do you think you've got in there? Some kind of long bar, a crowbar type thing. Yep, certainly. That I can use to just sort of try to jam between the, the latch and the frame to hold it in as best as it'll go. Okay. Hey, looking at where you are, I reckon you can find a barge pole. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, that's the kind of thing there's going to be a few of them just like up against the wall so yeah so i'll try and get a barge pole that i can sort of loop between a, a latch um, yeah. and, and across the door to try and bar it like that um, and i'll see if that works that looks like holding and then you're like right ready to go and you turn around and everyone else is on the boat and there's loads of seagulls between you and them what do you do i reckon i can probably oh hang on how close is the barge to the side is it like a, a good jump or is there like a little it, it's a good jump like enigma nearly didn't jump it just now is that a little ramp thing that goes down to it there is a gangplank there uh, yeah <laughs> which enigma didn't take because she was too busy doing backflips i'm too cool in that case i'm just gonna sort of stick my head down bat as many out of the way with my shield as I can and just try to force my sort of slowly sort of foot step by step stagger my way through the flock okay um, onto the gangplank and um, then jump down off the boat that's another strength roll and while Percy is making his way what are you doing Banbury wow yep <laughs> per- wow. so Percy's kind of forcing his way through what are you doing Banbury go on champ Come on, join in, everyone. The dwarves join in. The dwarves kind of watch you for a moment, and then they're like, "Da da da." Ah, you've lost them. Too complicated. Too complicated. But they were with you for a moment. Well, all right. So you're on a boat, and it's not moving. 
it's still tied up and seagulls are kind of diving in and swiping at you the whole time. I really wish I knew a flock of seagulls song. It's roped at the front and back as well as the gangplank being connected up to the wharf. What do you do? Get my flippy floppies. Tristan, you might know most about boats. I was going to say, I'm going to, I'm going to get us ready for casting off. You say we are or we are not attached to the docks. You are tied up at both bow and stern. Well, I think while um, while Percy was getting ready, I'd have taken the bow and gestured Enigma to the stern and get us ready to timed well. So as soon as Percy's on board, we hoof the ropes off and Bambi pushes us back with the barge pole. Okay, so uh, that sounds pretty good. So you untie and maybe Percy then drags the gangplank back on yeah. and Banbury do you know how to use a barge pole Banbury? Probably I mean, not it's basically a stick. It's it basically just pushing something. I'm pretty sure Banbury can push. Um, yeah, I think he can because he's or whenever we test his strength. Yeah, he does all right. Yeah, good. Also, the the barge pole is currently holding the door together on the uh, the office, Well, there's so. there's one on the barge. A barge packs with its own pole pole person. Yeah, come on. I mean, <laughs> that's barge life. Bambury obviously pushes off and then just like goes fuck you fuckers and then lobs the barge pole uh, <laughs> into the water. <laughs> done and done amazing good job Banbury alright so you're on a barge Um, you are still being swiped by gulls there is a hatchway around halfway along the deck and Banbury you get a feeling of weight a feeling like something heavy pressing down on you what do you do Uh, I'm going to look around you can see something like a shadow on the river a big shadow. It seems to be way up river of you, but you can feel a real, like the weather's changing, tension, headache type feeling just from whatever it is being even this far away. And it's down river from us, so where we're going. It's up river. It's, it's a way, it's the way you're not going. Oh, okay. Oh, well, that's all right. I'll describe it to everyone. Hey, Percy, mm-hmm. I think whatever the fucking problem is, and by that I mean. Whatever the problem is for the clean edit, it's uh, it's radiating from up there. So this is probably a good thing. Yeah, cool. Well, let's get get busy with the barge poles. Oh, I've already done it. I've thrown them in. Uh, We're done. Oh, that that's remarkably unhelpful. <laughs> the barge begins drifting out into the river, and slowly heading downstream. You are still all being assailed by gulls. So, um, what what are you going to do? Now, are you making for the hatchway? Yeah. I... We haven't got a barge pole, so um... why not? How well, many... How many se- have is like this a... like an endless supply of seagulls? How many are there? There are a lot of infinite seagulls. Number. It's okay. not an infinite number, but imagine imagine you had a sizable riverside city and then with, like, docks and everything. I live in one of those. Yeah. Are there a lot of seagulls? Yes. They try to eat my Welsh cake. Exactly. This is Welsh cake eating numbers of seagulls. This is like, in Vale, you would often be woken up in the morning by the sound of seagulls, like, making a racket. And you have to put lids on your bins. Ah, you always have to put lids on your bins. That's another feature of life in Vale. Okay, so how many bins are on the barge? (laughs) (laughs) You're a bin. (laughs) I'm guessing the barge has like a tiller yes it, it has a rudder a tiller the hunt. so i'll go and man that with percy covering me with a shield creating like an armored protective layer okay 
And the other two can shelter down in the ship. I'd like to be somewhere where I can get fixed. Okay. So are you, are you going to recommend the dwarves make their way into the hold as well? I'll toss Enigma the potion that um, Percy gave me yep. and then yell to my dwarven brethren, because I'm clearly dwarven now, <laughs> get down, you f- hairy little shitbags. Wait, and they're come like, on. See, si, gringo. <laughs> <laughs> You indicate the hatch and they, obviously, they're good at trapdoors, so they get it open and kind of vanish off down down the ladder into it. Are you going to uh, follow them, Banbury? I'm going to have it so my my face and my fingers are sticking out from under the hatch and I'll just keep, like, shooting black magic into the air, obviously, oh. out the seagulls. Okay, Enigma, what are you doing? I'm... Are you getting into the hold too? Yes. Or are you staying up with the steering team? I'm getting the hold and chugging the the potion. Okay, so you use a potion. Bambri's hiding in the hatchway. Give me a defy danger intelligence, Bambri, for this black magic. Just about. What I think happens probably is you manage to keep them away and then after a while you sort of lose your grip and you just slide down the ladder a bit and you're down in the hole, but the door's shut. Uh, But you haven't managed to keep them off the steering team. They'll be fine. They'll be fine. So, uh, Tristan, you are in the stern with Percy. What are you doing? Just guiding us down the river, dodging, ducking, crouched down under the shield. So there's not really any of our faces. It's kind of like a, an almost wooden sun blocker, like a sunshade that they usually, you know, when it's hot weather, they can stand in that. Uh, yeah, that's that's like a kind of parasol. <laughs> yeah, so we're kind of under that with Percy's the you know the back of Percy and his shield, so they can't get through the armor or get to the sweet sweet flesh within. You're like a coconut. Yeah, we're we're forming coconut one. That's what we call it. <laughs> You're just palming him off. Coconut one. Okay, so I think that is Percy. Do you want to aid Tristan? Sure. What is it? Two d six. Aiding Tristan is actually a matter of... <laughs> no, I'm going below decks. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't matter. It's cool. Do I get XP for aid? You do get XP, yes. Anytime you roll 2d6 and fail completely, huh. you get XP. That actually levels me. So, Tristan, give me a strength roll to manhandle this rudder, because this is a big, heavy boat. This isn't like playing with a little dinghy. You're... It's quite hard to manoeuvre. Yeah, not for you and your tiny muscles, but for Tristan... M wild, the M stands for muscle. It's a <laughs> real, I mean, I think it's rusted shut is the problem. I don't think it's a strength issue. I think the thing's rusted. Tristan, after a while, you realise you're not really having any effect. <laughs> I'm just going to shrug, look at Percy and walk down into the belly of the boat. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Uh, I uh, tried. Hey. Percy, you... Uh... Well, I was aiding him, wasn't I? So I, I, I guess I... I will also shrug and just walk down to the belly of the boat. (laughs) (laughs) So the boat slowly drifts downstream and then sideways. Are we looking out of a porthole? Yeah, it slowly rotates. It's cool. We're going the right direction. And you get down to the hold. Both of you roll me a D4. For ease, can I do a d6 and minus two from it? Uh, you can just have a d6 if you like. Ah, uh, screw it. It's easier. Oh, what? Okay, uh, Percy's armour absorbs any damage from the seagulls. Tristan <laughs> takes uh, five damage. 
Good work on the D6, though. We're indoors! (laughs) Sad times. So, good job. You find yourselves down in the hold of a barge that's bobbing downriver. I like to think we're all just kind of hanging out and chatting and drinking as if nothing's happening, as if... We're just in an inn. It's the first time we've met. Everything's good. There's a couple of bottles, like, rattling around in the bottom. It looks like they contain mead. Yay! They do contain mead, my friend. Treasure. Treasure. So you're you're all in the belly of the boat. And the moment the mead mead opens, the dwarves, like, pop their tankards up. They're like, eh? (laughs) Fine, I'll pour them mead. Not enough that we don't all get lots. Oh, yeah. You know, these are good-sized bottles. Yeah, I'm not sure I'm gonna I'm gonna drink the alleged mead that we found in the bottom of a, <laughs> a river barge. Yeah, so you're in this dark, <laughs> in the pitch black, drinking mead. You've got an eternal candle yeah, with true. you. Yeah, we've lit some candles. Don't worry. So you've got a bit bit of a car romantic ambience. Is there? There's kind of food in the cupboards. You know, some. Well, some it, it's 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 literally cheese. the travel hold. So it's normally cargo would be in here. Ooh, travel suites. There are portholes. You said there, there are a couple of. Portholes, yeah. So we're not just going to drift out to sea it's and not realise, unless we get smashed on mead. We're not going to eat the portholes. Yeah, I was I was going to say, do we not need someone steering or something? Like, I've never been on a boat before, but... I'm just going to shrug and pass <laughs> them some mead. <laughs> they, I think they take care of themselves, okay. don't they? I mean, rivers pretty much just go one way. I'm just going to nod. Mm. Unless it's the boar. I'm going to look at the dwarfs. The dwarfs, like, all hold up their tankards and, like, clash them and then offer them to clack with whatever you're drinking from. Right, so you dwarfs aren't scared of us being on a river or on the sea or anything like that? This is all kosher with you? Grumbad says, uh, I assume this is normal. Yeah. (laughs) You assume correct. It Uh, is, my friend. It is. Oh, yeah. I'm going to knock a shot back. <laughs> well, okay, so we've got on board. Now this sails us all the way to the other side of the island and we get off and uh, jobs yeah. are good. We're at Malaheim. Oh, okay, cool. guys, I thought of a thing. At some point, the river is no longer a river and is a sea. Yeah. How are we going to know when that happens? We've got portholes. We just, we just established that. You all know it's a day or two to the sea from Vale, so... What? It's a fair distance downriver. Wow, we're really far away. Yeah, that's why you have river barges to bring the trade in, like shallow draft barges. Oh, crack open the mead then. Banbury, when you spotted that the, the source of the great evil was upstream, was that static or was it moving? It was moving. Uh, Yeah, probably static. I don't know, I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> okay, I'm just going to just go and check something. Just uh, don't drink my mead. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna look at this mead and kind of look mischievously at everyone else. <laughs> the dwarves like clink their tankards and then like glug them and turn them upside down and then hold them out to you. Oh man! Um, I'm gonna take a wander back up on deck whilst that's happening. Gulls, and presumably it's still covered in seagulls, which I I'll just to be honest, I'm covered in armor. I'll just do my zip right up. Yeah. <laughs> like like in the sleeping bag yeah, when it's really cold. Yeah. Um yeah, and then I'll go up onto the deck and try to have a look back in the direction that Bambury indicated and just sort of watch it for as best I can with the, the seagulls for a couple of minutes to try and try and work out whether the darkness is gaining on us or whether we're moving faster away from it. It might be moving, but it doesn't seem to be approaching. Okay. I will make a mental note to pop back up once we've gained enough distance to try and look at it with a bit more of a sort of from a bit more of a distance. 
to see how it's playing out with the rest of the city. Okay. And I'll go down and I will uh, drink my mead that obviously nobody touched. Did anyone touch his mead? No. Um, I imagine someone probably dipped their balls in it. It was me. I would not allow such a thing. If anything, I'd top the mead up more. With his balls. (laughs) (laughs) One of the things we notice, you notice, by the way... It's called my penis. ...is like at the back of the hold, there's like a little door. Mm -hmm. A little dwarf? A door. There's three dwarves with you. Oh, yeah. And after a while of you sitting down, that door suddenly slams open and a bulky man in a deep blue woolen coat comes storming out of it and goes, who the hell are you and what are you doing on my barge? Ah, barge, no. Sit down, shut up and drink. And I'm going to throw a glass across the table to him. He'll catch it because he's a sailor. He catches the glass. You, sir, are part of a grand adventure. (laughs) I did not Sign up to be part of a grand adventure. I am supposed to be in dock awaiting cargo. We're your cargo. Deal what? with it. Well, we're moving, aren't we? Why are we moving? Oh, be- Take us down river, man. Yes, yeah, so we're heading down river. Um, so it, w- what were you planning on doing here? So I was planning on a commercial cargo that would make me some money when I got down river. Ah, smuggling. I see. Now- commercial cargo? Or smuggling. Yeah, criminal. I think that we can probably explain the uh, the problem um, here. Now, if you'd care to um, accompany me onto the, the top of the, the deck um, <laughs> after you. Oh, no. <laughs> he, like, gets up to the deck and then he pushes the hatch open a little bit and loads of seagulls try and peck at him the moment he does. He just slams it. He goes, what the, what in the mother's hell is going on? Yes, exactly. So, plans have changed. Um, the sky is full of angry gulls. So, <laughs> I guess we're sitting in here for a while, aren't we? I'm actually standing behind Percy at this point, just jiggling the bottle back and forth with a smile on my face. Eh? He, eh? He, he looks over, he picks up the glass, and he goes, Well, I suppose. And he just holds out the glass. Good lad. And... Do you top it up? Oh, yes. He takes a deep swig, knocks it back, holds it out again. He's like, that's the stuff. Tops it up again. Yeah. So anyway, what, what's your name, my man? I'm Adamar Waldcrank. <laughs> and this is my boat. And I'm not entirely sure why you're stealing it. Well, we're not stealing it. Uh, actually, it's not your boat. The guy that owns it said we could have it. Yeah, so... He it's... said he owns it. And his name was... Amwick said that we could take it. Yeah, and technically, this is a kidnapping. You're with us. Whoa! Um, technically, it's not a kidnapping. Oh, no, 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 no. no. Show, some, show some manners, Tristan. He says, Ambrick, the, that hobo from the docks. <laughs> no. He doesn't no, own any boats. That's Pete Seagull, not the hobo from the docks. We're talking about a legitimate man with desks. And papers. Or at least a desk. Yeah, I mean, maybe I misheard his name, um, but he was definitely the harbour master. <laughs> Little fellow with scraggy hair. Yes, that was him. Yes, that's the hobo. Oh, well, yes. He, um... he just hangs out round the harbour the whole time. Uh... Look, fella, your narrative doesn't unfortunately support what we want to do here. So we're going to go with the fact that he was correct and you're a madman. So, you know. No, that, 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 that's unfair, Bambi. This is this, is this guy's but, boat. This is my bloody boat. Hush it down there. Hush it down. The important thing to mention here is that we he can't do anything about it. This boat is going. We haven't got any barge poles. Yes, I mean... Well... Enigma here has the, the truth of it. I, su- I suppose you're right. Um, as I said, the sky is full of angry gulls. Um, we are floating downriver, which, as it happens, is where we want to go anyway. So we'll just <laughs> pop off at the end and, you know, you carry on about your business. He shrugs his shoulders and just swigs from the glass again and goes 
adventurers, eh? Adventurers. Oh, and not just adventurers, and three dwarfs of which you've never seen, and the princess of your kingdom. Yeah? He looks at the dwarfs, he's like, oh, oh, forgive me. And then he bows floridly, spilling a little bit of his drink in a slightly excessive way. And then he looks at Enigma and says, well, she doesn't look like a princess. And I, I heard Wintergreen was fat. Oi, 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 you watch your mouth. I'm not, I'm not. You, uh... He looks at you, Banbury, and he's kind of looking at you really intently for a moment. And he takes another sip from his glass. It's not a potato sack. It's not a fucking <laughs> potato sack. <laughs> I'm going to whisper in the guy's ear, just go along with it. He says, fortune teller, eh? Ah, oh, fuck. Yes! Yay! He'll slam the bottle down. <coughs> yes, he is, my friend. So, what does the future hold? I've always wanted to get a fortune telling done, and I can tell you have the you have the mark of one. How how could you tell? How this ha- yeah. this has happened twice now? How do you know that I'm a fortune teller? You've got, an aura. You've got a deck of cards and fortune teller. You're a fortune teller. Look look at that deck of cards in your hand. You're clearly a fortune teller. Ah, yeah, yeah fine, whatever. Go on then, Baldy. Pick some cards out. Oh, wait, no, I have to pick the cards out. Yeah, you pick the cards out. Right, I'll pull across uh, a plank of wood that's behind me and put it across my knees, and then I'll use the magical cards which have appeared in my hand whilst I wasn't looking, and I'll start laying out four cards. Right, so what do I have to do? This is exciting. You just sit there, and I have to read your future. All right, all right. So, what's the first? Uh, Am I doing this? Because last time everyone was picked because you didn't trust me. So, you draw the first card. The first card is the Drowned King. And he like looks at you and he's like, that doesn't sound like a very good omen. Well, all the cards relate to each other. You have to see them all before you can read them. Gotta catch them all. The second card is the Drowned King. Well, I think, I think my thing's broken. He's like, I'm, I'm not sure I like this. Yep, carry on. The third card is the Drowned <gasps> King. <laughs> yep. And he's leaning away a bit now. And he's like, I think I know what the next one might be. So do I. It's going to be the two maidens, one vessel. (laughs) (laughs) It's not the nicest one. And it's about sharing. And also the fact that once you've seen something, you can't unsee it. So you've seen these three other cards and you're not going to be able to unsee this. And what he can't unsee is the drowned king. And Banbury, if you just flick through your deck of cards, every card in the deck is the drowned king. Well, I've got some good news and I've got some bad news. The good news is we're going to have one hell of a game of Snap. <laughs> the bad news is I think my cards are broken. So uh, the Drowned King represents, well, it could be, well, it could be a number of things uh, from the gibberish that I've read about it. Some of them time they're drowned in cups, so it's to talk about a drunkard. He looks at his cup. Sometimes it talks about actually the king under the sea. And he's like, oh, and then he drains it anyway and holds yeah, up I mean, for it, a top up. <laughs> yeah. It could just mean you're a massive drunk, the fact it's appeared uh, four times. It could be talking about the king under the sea, who obviously the various different sailors believe that when they die at sea, they go to the halls of the sea king and they join you know, his court rather than any land courts because lots of sailors are idiots and believe that that's their true home despite the fact they don't have guilds or anything that's suitable. Uh, he says, uh, I, I am a sailor, though. Uh, so you're an idiot. 
you you believe that you belong on the sea and not on land, yeah? No, no, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying it's it's a little hasty to generalise about people when you're stealing their boat. Oh, no, it's fine. As I said earlier, the narrative that I support is that other guy owns this <laughs> boat and that you're just some hobo that was asleep in the back. So I'm fine with that. Asleep or, in my boat. In this boat, yeah. Um, the, the third appearance of it, it means that you shouldn't argue with children because they're obstinate and don't give a shit about your opinion. <laughs> uh, the the fourth one, uh, that uh, that just means Yahtzee. <laughs> yeah. Yahtzee, I win. Give me all your money now. He raises an eyebrow. Give me all your money now. That's how this works. That's the only way the curse won't affect you. He flips you two gold. Woohoo! Yes. Pocket money. Well, it was a fair telling, but I don't know about the interpretation. Well, neither do I. I was uh, given this stuff in the land of the dead when we were saving that zombie over there. And I actually have never been taught any of this stuff. So I just make it off from the cuff. Cheers for the money, though. <laughs> he goes back and sits with everyone. And so now there's a little group of you sat round. What do you do? Hey, fella, I'll give you one gold of this back if you uh, request song two off the bard here. That's uh, <laughs> Tristan Wilde, by the way. What? The Tristan Wilde? You mean the dandy with excitement and then go, ooh, Tristan Wilde. But yeah, it is Tristan Wilde. No, I, I like it. He he used to play one, some of those songs by the dandy, actually. Those were <laughs> yeah, the best but... ones. Yeah, they were. Sir, you do me a disservice. Uh, unfortunately, <laughs> he's discovering the new sound, which basically means at gigs, he doesn't play any of the old stuff people love. He just plays new wacky shit oh. and everyone's like, just play the good stuff. Well, I run River Trade. I know there is a place for new material, and it's up or down river when you're selling fabric. Yeah. No place that shows. No place that shows at all. He takes a swig from his glass, and then he's going, All right, if you're Mr. Wilde, why don't you play a song two? Song two. Song two. Come on, dwarves, join in. Come on, Enigma. Come on, Percy. Song two. Song two. Song two. Come on, Justin. You might as well. He was Enigma. Was Enigma just saying zombie? Zombie. <laughs> She's like, zombie, zombie. Zombie. Yeah, she wants you to cover the cranberries. I shall whip out my guitar, put one leg up on the table, down my drink and slowly start playing a, a soothing... It's it's like a version of Song 2. I basically pull out the Counting Crows that everyone hates. Like, <laughs> oh. We might leave that scene of everyone sat around in the belly of a barge. Tristan playing song two as they drift into the night or into the day that's as dark as night. After a while, you notice it's getting lighter at the portholes and you start to see a hint of daylight. What do you do? Take a wander back up to the uh, the deck of the boat um, and do what I was kind of planning on doing. Um, look back and see if we've gained enough distance from the, the city to look at how this darkness is sat next to it you know like how you'd sort of look at a really sort of tight storm in the distance yeah that is exactly what you're seeing like these great layers and towers of cloud and there's kind of strips of cloud reaching out from the city but you realize that it's almost as you've passed the outer walls of the city and the last edges of it that you're getting clear of the storm as well and the, the gulls seem to have stopped. They don't seem to be hanging around anymore. I'm going to just sort of sit on the, the deck um, and you know, the, the scroll thing to speak to Ovio. Yeah, I'm just going to kind of sit on the deck and 
Um, so I'll just write Vale on the top of it. Um, and then I'll just start to sketch the scene that I can see in front of me. And I'll just take a bit of time sort of doing that, just to sort of send a, a picture as best I can. Yeah. No, that's a really good idea. After a while, you see uh, Arroyo's handwriting appear. Trouble at the city, I assume. And the next line says, little quiet down here right now. I'll just make a little note on it saying, uh, correct incursion at the city, some kind of possessed seagulls, perhaps, and other other spirits walking the streets and an awful lot of snow and cold weather. Glad you're not here. (laughs) It will not score big on TripAdvisor. You get a message back saying, thanks for the update. Also, I never had you figured for an artist. Do you want me to make a roll to see how good it is? Because it might just be crap. <laughs> no, I, I, I like the idea that Percy's got an artistic side. You know, he can do a sketch. He was like Leonardo DiCaprio in uh, <laughs> Titanic. We're on a boat! As he, uh, as he says that then, I'll just sort of go back to the picture and just sign cleft in like a little slanted <laughs> thing in the, uh, in the corner. <laughs> nice. Okay, so after you've been up there for a moment... Waldcrank comes up as well. It's like, oh, it's, are we just not steering at all then? Have we just been drifting? Oh, none of us know how to steer a boat. <laughs> I mean, we, we tried, but I think it was rusted or, or something. I, I, or we just haven't got the right technique. I, I don't know. But, you know, how, how long can it go? There's two sides to this river. It's not like we can disappear off. He kind of nods and says, well... A little further down, there's a few sandbanks and it divides a little, but he goes up to the tiller and he, like, unties the rope that holds it <laughs> in place. <laughs> and then, and then and, like, pulls out this metal belaying pin and just puts it back and then it moves quite freely, actually. Maybe you really are the expert. <laughs> but it's my boat. And then he takes a sip of his mead. The dwarves come up and start looking back and then they shout down to Enigma. Grandpa shouts, Princess, what's the plan now? Uh, we're just going to rendezvous with a big old ship. Uh, we Are we dropping them off there? That's a long way for us, in the opposite direction from home. Yeah. Um, well, at the docks, we can see if we can get you some onward passage to Dwarfland. Well, onward back. Onward back to exactly the opposite direction to where we're going, you mean? Yeah. Whereabouts are we now? Are we near... I have no sense of geography. If you imagine, and I'm going to be very careful about what directions I say here. Okay. If you imagine the river runs from the mountains in the east to the sea in the west. You started up in the mountains to the east. That's where Batmasgarod is. And you are now sailing away from that to the west. Okay, so we could do a dropping off somewhere, but they need to work their way back without going to Vale, because Vale's dangerous. They can make their way around, potentially here, more easily than if you take them further. In which case, barge man, we need to drop off our friends. (laughs) Waldcrank says, well, there's the western docks just ahead, so we could probably pull in here. Who's good with a barge pole? Who isn't? Uh, I am. I'll pick one up and I'll just throw it into the water. There we go. It's like, oh, it's all right. We've got a spare, but I really wouldn't do that. You can get in a lot of trouble if you didn't. If we didn't have at least one. Oh, I've already done it. Like, 
What? (laughs) And you're approaching these docks. There's a big pier and he can kind of steer you up alongside. But as you don't have any barge poles, I think someone's going to have to throw a rope. (laughs) We should pick by using peer pressure. (laughs) Hey! Very good. Uh, who's going to be best at this? I reckon we should both, me and Enigma, will both huzz it. Oh, yeah, I reckon I could probably lasso, I think. Boom. You've got to throw it, and if you miss, there's ridicule coming. This is a lasso off. Okay, let's see this lasso off. Yes. Okay, what would be a worse outcome here for that seven? She throws herself with the rope. <laughs> But my rope catches her for the ultimate indignity. My rope bashes his rope out of the sky and neither of them hit. Pyrrhic <laughs> victory! And we just sail past the dock <laughs> with the dwarfs looking glum, looking for more bits of wood to throw in the river, Percy with his face in his hands and these two idiots yelling at each other. Well, almost. That happens and then... We'll be laughing all the way to the bank. <laughs> but basically, you get the rope, but it hooked right on the front. And very good, Ali. I only got that after a moment. <laughs> and so the boat just slowly drifts round, and you've just caught the very end of the pier. So it's now hooked onto the pier, but it's downstream of it. So you're going to have to find a way to either get up the rope or haul yourselves back upstream a little bit. I'm going to run up the rope and onto the docks. And dwarves are known for their tightrope warping skills. Like a tightrope. And then... Why don't we just pull the barge in with all of us? Well, that's what I'll do. I'll run up the rope, get on the thing, and then start pulling the barge in. Why don't you pull it from this side where you're not having to run across the rope? Uh-oh. Oh, Well, with a spectacularly, and I suspect, wet level six there from that save. It's an impressive sight as Tristan casually and nonchalantly just walks off the bow into the river. (laughs) It's like he's not even trying to walk on the rope. He's he's like in such a hurry to prove himself that he hasn't even explained himself. So it looks to all of you as though Tristan's just walked off the front of the boat for no reason and plunged into the river. I sort of run up to the side and stick my head over. Like, you okay? (laughs) Yeah, I'm just swimming. I'm, I'm styling it out. That's what I should have done. I want to style it. Damn it. Okay. I can't do you can, styling it out. Well. No, you, you can style this out, can't you? So give me a charisma roll. It's stylish. Okay. As Percy looks over, I'm just kind of hands behind my head, slowly drifting towards the shore. And I'm like, I got this. <laughs> really swimming moves. Just give him a nod. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So Tristan makes his way to the shore. And then climbs up through the mud and finds a convenient (laughs) ladder onto the jetty. So then do you all haul it in together? Yeah, Yeah, it probably makes more sense for us all to just... Yeah, okay, so... Stands to reason. Let's just do a strength roll off Percy. And if it looks low, we can chuck in an aid and just see if you can do it. Now it looks fine. Percy's just one-handing it by himself, like... Around one arm, pulling it in. Hauls it in. And as you get to the jetty and you manage to secure it better, Captain Waldcrank gives you a slow nod. He's like, that was well done. You could send your potato boy off to fe- 
purchase us a couple of barge poles. Yes, I'm not sure that's the the best idea, really. He seems to have some sort of aversion to it. Maybe, maybe we'll just go and get them and keep them away from him. Or, or paint <laughs> them that... so that we disguise them in some way. Um, I don't know. <laughs> Let's paint them as, like, massive, massive pipes. Can, uh, uh, can one of you guys give me my sailing badge so I can attach it onto... My um my robe. Well, you throw away all the barge <laughs> poles, so I'm not sure you qualify for it. Just, I mean, you, I, I guess you qualify for some sort of badge. When, when you get the sailing badge, it's just two crossed barge poles, <laughs> and you ain't getting that, son. Is there no storm here? Is it normal weather? You look east, and you can see like a tower of storm clouds over the city, but even now they seem to be starting to dissipate a little. And over in the west, the sun is starting to go down in kind of in bright burning orange in between these ragged strands of uh, storm cloud. And it's it's quite a beautiful moment. Uh, you're all stood there on on this uh, jetty looking noble, apart from like Percy's armour's gleaming in the sun. Banbury's greasy hair is gleaming in the sun. Enigma is... Uh, I'm gleaming. Uh, she's gleaming <laughs> where she needs to. Like her, her nose ring is gleaming in the sun. <laughs> Tristan's mud is glinting on his legs. I want to have my hands on my hips and that kind of, we did well here today, guys. We did well. Grumbaz says, I think we might be safer making our own way from now. I'm pretty sure I know where I need to go. So thank you very much. You have honoured your agreement to us. And we are grateful. We shall return to the kingdom and make preparation. It has been good to know you. Hmm. Travel safely. At the earth. <laughs> I apologise for you. my subjects. <laughs> I'm going to dance out the number eight in the mud. Persignor, <laughs> 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 I cannot dance in eight. You can if you try. Okay, I'll try. Nombre. <laughs> I did it, Mama! I did it! I danced an eight! I'm going to pull out a cheese sandwich that I bought with me and I'm going to look at them and be like, Nacho cheese! <laughs> they bow to Enigma, completely blank the rest of you and stomp off eastward. Oh, I'm going to give them the finger then. Don't give them the finger! They ignore me, they get the finger. It's my one rule in life. They continue ignoring you, Tristan. They don't even know they got the finger. Oh, they know. Deep down, they know. Uh, Banbury's just dancing from side to side, giving them all the finger as they walk away. Get back on the boats! Good work, team. Good work. You're going to drink, once, young man. Ali in real life found a bottle in, like, half a bottle of something in a field, and we all drank it. So yeah. I think in a, in a roleplay oh, system... so bad. That is true. <laughs> if we find a bottle of mead, I think yeah. our characters have, you know, less sense four. than us, I'd hope. <sighs> My whiskey I'm currently drinking has a little bit of cloudy mould in. 
Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I know I'd drink it. Get your hands up for my seagulls, motherfucker. <laughs>